Bless everybody. Welcome back to Eagle Up Encouragement. This is your girl, Lexi Lex. I know it's been a hot minute, but the eagle is still soaring. Um, and even though the quantity of episodes may be different, the quality of it is still the same. So today's episode will be about bitterness. And um, I'm going to read an excerpt from my book, Father Given a Heart, which is available for purchase online through your online retail bookstores. Um, also, um, in Brooklyn Border stores like Word Tonight Bookstore located in Fort Hood, Clean, Texas. Shout out to my girl, Miss Ash Marie Knight, who's been a big help for me and the air pushing the books and other independent authors like me. And also, you can order a book, a copy of my book directly from me. It just I don't ship overseas. And also, let you know, let you, let you, let you know. And if I say it, I'm gonna say it again. It's not just for believers. Is for anybody that's in need of encouragement. So, doesn't matter what country or state you're representing, doesn't matter what political party you're representing, you need encouragement. This is for you. So, what I'm going to do first is read an excerpt from my book, Father Giving the Heart. And um, when, you, when I talk, read this prayer, I'll tell you why this prayer is mentioned. Give the heart to not, give the heart not to not be bitter. The bitterness I'm talking about is not from food. The bitterness that I will be discussing is something that myself and others have have dealt with. I did not think I was bitter because I would press on past the pain, rejection, and betrayal, and inwardly, I really did not want to deal with the pain because I knew my emotions was going to come up about the incident, or say incidents. When myself and others are bitter, we would either lash out on people or conjure up a way to get even with that person or with a certain group of individuals. And a couple of scriptures that's mentioned um, concerning this um, this excerpt is three scriptures that I will be mentioning. Um, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 31, Hebrews chapter 12, chapter 12 verse 15, and the book of James chapter 3 verse 14. Um, normally, um, I read... In, um, in a King James Version, but for this episode, I want to read it in the, the Passion Translation because um, KJV, great version of the Bible, but sometimes not everybody um, has a grasp on the King James Version. So um, the, the Passion Version, the, actually the Passion Translation, I um, started reading it uh, recently and I kid you not, I love the version and um, and let me say this, it's not a sin if your um your primary, your favorite one is not KGV, okay? I have amplified um the passion translation, um, New King James Version, uh, this other version of the Bible, like um CSB Christian Standard Bible, um, ESV, the Good News Bible, there are different versions. So as long as it's true scripture, sound doctrine, it's a Bible. If not find a way where it's kind of twisted, they are a real holy Bible, okay? So, as I mentioned about the passage translation, here we go. Lay aside bitter words, temper tantrums, revenge, profanity, and insults. And that's just in the passion translation. And you know, King James Version says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And then there's another scripture that comes to mind. 
in book of Hebrews, we talk about looking diligently, lest amen fail the grace of God, lest angry bitterness bring up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. That's also um, King James Version, but guess what? I want to read other scriptures so you'll get better understanding. James chapter 3, verse 14 says, But if ye have bitter envy and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. And that's King James Version. And then also in the Passion Translation is also a version of the scripture. But if there is bitter, bitter jealousy or competition hiding in your hearts, then don't deny it and try to compensate for it by boasting and being phony. Who? Past translation, breaking it down. You talk about blunt. And then the other scripture that's mentioned with Hebrews. Watch over each other to make sure that one that one doesn't miss the revelation of God's grace. And make sure no one lives with a Forgive me, um, like, make sure I wrote this right. Root of bitterness. And I'm going to give you the uh, definition from dictionary.com, which is a great tool. Um, I'll, let me tell you something. Um, I may be in my 40s, but guess what? There's some words I still don't know that I still need a dictionary to get an understanding of, okay? So dictionary.com, for a sponsor, I got you. You want a sponsor? Look at a podcast sponsor? I'm the one. So, I'll give you two words, bitterness and bitter. The word bitterness um, has two definitions. There was a couple of them, but these two stood out. Um, Bitterness means a feeling of pain or distress or a feeling of antagonism, hostility, or resentfulness. And then the word bitter, and the word bitter had a lot of definitions, lots of them, but there was some that stood out. Um, means hard to bear, grievous, distressful, causing, what the world, causing pain, piercing, stringing, no, stinging, characterized by intense antagonism or hostility, hard to admit or accept, resentful or cynical. Now, let's be honest, y'all. When um, some things take place, Depending on what's going on, some level you're like, okay, I forget, move on, I forget, move on. But then there's some where it's like the impact and event takes so much out of you. That takes a hot minute, and I mean a real hot minute to forgive. Or let's say, and this is just me, when I look at the words antagonism, hostility, causing pain, and this is just me. Let's say the bitterness or bitter is not from a event of trauma, event of betrayal. What if sometimes bitterness is because you didn't get what you want? What if bitterness is you kind of avian? You kind of jealous because you wish you had something or someone. And if I'm not mistaken, there's a scripture in the book of James that says, "You have not, but you because you ask not." And then in another scripture that comes in, in in the same area that scripture says, "You ask, but you don't receive because it's like well, and this is paraphrasing. Could you ask a miss? So like your motive why you want it, 
or while you're praying or you're like you're holding this person, you'll be your friend, be your spouse, be your wife, be your husband, your mother ain't right. And so when God says no, there are times, and myself is guilty of this, it's, no, it's not okay with the answer no. It's not okay with um, with the answer wait. Sometimes we're not okay with like, wait, like why? Like why can't, it, like why, why? Or like why this person is getting all this? Why this person getting all the fear? Why this person getting all the attention? Look at their life, da, 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 da. And when they have a temper tantrum, I think we're childish. And there are times where myself was rebuked for having a temper tantrum. I look back at my like me, an adult had temper tantrums. Um, sadly, um, we adults have temper tantrums, and myself will admit I've had temper tantrums. I'm at stage now if I was shown when there's temper tantrums, I could be quick to repent. Um, and you know how you tell kids, you know, stop throwing temper tantrums. Adults, we gotta do the same thing. If you're 18 and over, you need to ask father, give him a not to have temper tantrum when things ain't going my way, or when you don't get the answer or the need of provision of what you would desire. Whew. And then when I talk, when I look at the word revenge, and then look at grievous, distressful antagonism, and I remember somebody told me the word about antagonism. And I think if it is a negative connotation and a motive behind it. And when somebody was attacking that some, someone or a group, that's saying you're looking for something, but you're getting it, you want, you're getting the wrong results. Like you want attention, but the, the attention you really need in what you're doing is not the right attention. So when, when we, um, when I say give a heart not be bitter, Give, heart, give us a heart for not to be better when things happen, but be quick to forgive. And then when I think about competition, jealousy, and jealousy and competition, that'll be a prayer of Father, give a heart not to be jealous or compete with others. But ask the Father, give, just give you revelation, give me revelation. Why will I be jealous? Why will I be bitterly jealous? Or why? Why will I be competing? Like, Why? And sometimes we don't think we're doing it because we think, okay, to nat- to natural person, you may not think or look or sound like competition. But then one thing I remember in the book of Psalms where David asked God to show his heart, you know, his church's heart. And even in the book of said Corinthians, the spirit, spirit search of all things and deep things of God. And there are times, and this is just me from personal experience, there's some stuff that if it was revealed to me, I never would admit I was wrong. And I, and I can definitely say, throughout my years and even growing and still growing as a believer, still growing as a Christian, there's some stuff God would show me. And I look back in my mind like, whoa. And now you talk about like, Father, forgive me. Father, have mercy on me. It is like, ooh. So my courage to y'all, Ask the Holy Ghost to show you any areas of temper tantrums, mental temper tantrums, emotional temper tantrums, and let's put it there, financial temper tantrums. Or let's say, like for example, we come pay raise bonuses, you want to get why you didn't get it. Hmm. Uh, ask the Holy Ghost and say about it, like insults, profanity. Um, insults, I'll be honest with you, 
And you know, I think I'm gonna do research on the definition of insult and temper tantrums. When you assault someone, does it make you feel better? Does it make you feel like you got your one up on that person to kind of what term? Um, feel less of a sting for what you're seeing. Ask yourself, is it really helping you? Because um, if if um, those that I remember did an episode and I mentioned about bullying and reason why people bully, um, sometimes they feel they have no control and stuff going on. Sometimes they're looking for a route or a person that they think looks weak, looks like they won't do nothing. And they will do something to make him or her feel good about themselves. And sometimes I wonder when this insults, profanity, and revenge question. And this is just to make, make you think. When you do those things, when you revenge, think of revenge, or when you see, or let's say this. When you find out something that went down and you like, ooh wee, if there was a possibility of something, it was legal, I'll do A, B, C, and D. Or if you go off somebody and cuss them out, the question is, do you really feel good about it? Do you really feel better that you let them have it? And... I remember a certain comedian who said it works for them, works for it works for that person. But then I remember there are times where I have done it, and you know how it's like, oh, you know, go let them have him. Then it's like, okay, it don't sound right, it don't make sense. And let's be honest, that some of us have had some, and I'll even repent on this, mentally seeing some some term mentally going off somebody with profanity words and y'all know what I'm talking about and the question is if you did it would you feel better and I'll be honest with you there are times where it's like it could be just concocted and it's almost seen seen played out there it's like okay is it even worth it and also is that the real you because I ain't gonna lie to (laughs) y'all There have been some dreams, imaginations of revenge, saying some words, some unique, encouraging words that's not very uplifting to someone. And even though I was like, duh, 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 it's like, nah, because that's not the real you. Because you would like that somebody did that to you. And plus, there's a rule saying, a golden rule says, treat others how you want to be treated. And then when I think about the word hard to admit or accept, um, and there's one word I think of is pride. Because sometimes we don't want to admit nor accept, or let's say in a political term, um, concede about something, someone. Sometimes when we don't want to admit or accept something, that can affect us. And if I'm not mistaken, the scripture says about the word pride, God is the proud of grace to the humble. But also, the scripture says about hotness coming for a fall, pride coming for destruction. And in the scriptures that I mentioned about, not just King James verse, but even in, in the Passion Translation, about not living with a root of bitterness and not trying to deny 
competition or jealousy. Sometimes when we sometimes there's barrenness take place, and like I mentioned earlier, and not because of a trauma that took place. Sometimes it's something that we probably know is true. Let's say there was a red flag, and we knew the red flag, and it was like, you know what, bump this, I'm still gonna do it anyway. And guess what? It was not pretty. And then some of us are in regret, some of us are mad, because like dad going to signs were there. And sometimes you sometimes the bitterness will pop up because you're like, Dad gone and like, if I didn't done that, this, 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 and this. But then at the same time, we gotta humble ourselves. And then there were signs that the red flags were there. There were signs to not take that job. It was signs not to go to this event. It was signs not to hang out with this person or this group of people. And we still did it. And let's say we still disobeyed and paid a price for it. Thank God for his mercy. But we can't be bitter and then blame people saying, da, 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 no, 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 no. You got to ask yourself, were there signs? And were there signs, did you overlook them? Or did you avoid them? If you overlook them, you can't blame nobody but yourself. And at some time, that's a humble pill to swallow. Not hard pill, humble pill to swallow. Because I know for me, I need to, not to have humble pie, but take humble pills and admit there were times where there were signs and I still didn't, let's say this, I didn't, I overlooked the signs. There were times, and not just with uh, relationships, but even academics, even with work, with jobs, where there were signs, there were warnings. That so so this 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 will happen. I'll give an example. But all of those in the, that I was in the military and currently been in the military. Shouts out to you because I know it's not easy journey at times. One of the things I remember, and I could not grasp this to this day. There are times there will be barracks. You know they will you know inspect the barracks rooms, and. There are days where my room is cleaned, everything put up, no problem. And one day, I was in a hurry or something, I didn't get everything straight up in time. And all of a sudden, I get a talk, or say a counseling statement, about my room. I'm like, you gotta be kidding. And you know that we're consistent? Of consistent, I'll be consistent with something. I'll be honest with you, I was always consistent and keep my room a barracks room. I'm not saying it was like nasty, nasty, but you know how you kind of like don't all don't consistently, you know, make your bed up or you leave something out like a shoe or a tennis shoe or a helmet, and you know, you'll get announcement that your room gets checked, but amazingly, your room gets checked, and it's like, counsel statement, you like. Oh my goodness, dang, can I get a break? But at the same time, looking back now, I understand the word consistency is key. So when they say, you know, keep your room clean, but you live in the barracks, soldiers, military, airmen, all that stuff, even if you're in the Navy and you're on a ship, um, when they say keep it nice and tidy, keep it tidy, you may never know when you'll get inspections. 
room inspections, okay? So, so you want to avoid bitterness, forgive, humble yourself, humble pie, humble pill, and grow and learn. And also, not just forgive yourself, but you forget the person that hurt you, even when, even though you saw the signs, but do a lot of forgiving. Forgive, 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 and don't beat yourself up, okay? I'm going, and also I want to give you some information. Um, I was looking at psychology.com and I love psychology.com because, actually today.com because psychology, um, those who are not familiar, it deals with really, this is just me, the origin of really like mindsets, attitudes, you know, behaviors, you know, different different areas, different parts of our lives, especially, you know, as children, as adults, you know, elderly, you know, the mindset, the pattern, you know, why do we do, you know, and I like how they um did a couple of blogs and I saw a couple of things that I want to break out to you. Um, one of the top blogs was called Line the Load We Carry from, from Childhood. <laughs> And those who know my story, um, I went through some stuff in the childhood, um, whether it was sexual abuse, um, bullying, um, verbal disres- verbal disrespect, name calling, especially when it's from your own race. And I'll be honest with y'all, it took a hot minute to really, really, let's put it this way, I, I, it their time I wish I was not black because I, I hated I hated black people because I kept treated, it was getting treated by majority of black people. And not all black people are rude and disrespectful and demeaning. Just like Martin Luther King Jr. says, don't judge by the color of skin, by content of character. And if I knew what I know now, I would say, you know, it's their character, not their color. And so I had to really, really be honest and forgive because, um, Let's be honest, y'all. Uh, when you've been harassed, picked on for years, and somehow you did not retaliate, you did not go off on them, and let's be honest, you didn't assault them, you did not physically assault them, you didn't um, execute an image or a dream or idea of getting even with those that harassed you. It takes a lot of forgiving and really also to say, hey, Father, help me. Um, especially for me, when people kind of joke around. There are times I couldn't tell somebody I was joking around or not because I was joked around with a lot. And so it took some time. There are times I had to say, you know, there are times I can't tell the difference. But my prayer for you is that whether you've been abused, bullied, that one is not your fault. Being bullied, nobody deserves it. Being harassed, nobody deserves it. But if you have done things and there are signs to not do and you still did them, do me a favor, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Don't be bitter. Don't have a clamped up heart. Because as unforgiveness affects you, so do bitterness. And I'll tell you this. The more you forgive and you do, the more better off you be. And not just forgiving others, ask God forgive you, but forgive yourself. Mentally forgive yourself. Because 
if we don't do those things, guess what? It's going to affect us, okay? So, when I say give a heart not be bitter, I'll add this, give the mind and add to the heart desire not to be bitter, period, okay? So, here's the things I uh, saw from psychologytoday.com from the blog, Lightning the Load We Care from Childhood. Um, this thing that I saw stood out to me, and just in my mind, I am not an expert in um, what I'm discussing and what I'm reading for y'all. There's some um, nice resources that I believe will be a blessing to you, and I believe, believe is also helping me at the same time. So here we go. It says, imagine the offender as an innocent, suffering child. I'm honest you, I don't know I've been there yet, but I do believe um, the scripture of forgive, not when they know that, not they do. Forgive those inspires you, but they'll persecute you. And then the thing in the scripture when Jesus says, forgive when they not know what they do, that part I can agree with. This says, don't personalize. The offense is more the pain of imperfect past of the offender, and it's about you. Um, I'm be honest with you, only revelation on that one because when I'm seeing the point, don't personalize. It's one thing not to take it personal. And I think there are times when, it, when things take place, we, we, we first take it personal, but then as time goes on, we gotta understand, okay, why this take place? And I'll give you an example. I had a situation at work where I was attacked at work. I was physically assaulted at work. And the individual was not charged there was a consequence done, but not to level I desired it. And there were key people who really backed up that individual more than me. And it took a hot minute. And I mean, a hot minute to not only forgive, but also to even be in the same atmosphere with individuals. Because, one, I believe in safety. Not just physical safety, but emotional, mental safety. And when there's a workplace or even a family environment, any environment that does not make an individual feel safe, that's a red flag. And if you are an individual who has a certain type of position that can influence and change policies and laws and rules, and you don't don't let's say positively try to make a safe environment and comfortable to where people can be in a place without fear of being hurt or retaliated uh, I will question your integrity I'll be like hey why you got the position so just a little word of wisdom um, another thing that was mentioned um, that I like and I actually did this earlier this year was write a forgiveness letter <laughs> it said describe your hurt write how you how, 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 I guess how, and forgive me y'all, I was writing so fast. Write how you wish the offender had behaved. Include a statement of empathy, write a statement of intent, take the offender to neutral, consider positives that resulted from your pain. Now, I'm going to pause on this. Um, um, I will say, um, forgiveness, and I will say this is a good method. And it may not, it may not, how put this? Somebody may say, well, um, that ain't for me. I tried before, da, da, da. Listen, 
Each person's method of advice of forgiving these people are different. But forgiveness letter, I do agree that is a tool because one is letting you is letting the offender know I don't like what you did, but you don't have no power with me anymore. This is also saying, look, this is how I felt. And even and y'all forgive me there's some something going on in the background. That even if the offender don't admit they're wrong, at least you did your part. So you know what? I'm not going to let what you did rule over me. I'm not going to let what you did have control over me. Because I think a lot of times we, knowingly uh, unknowingly, let stuff or people whose actions is not right have dominion. And now recognize, like, wait a minute, why I'm feeling like this? Why I'm feeling like this? Like, like why this, this, this? Ask yourself, okay, what happened? Who's individual? Did you forgive them? Or let's say, did you forgive yourself? Because a lot of times, writing, and and not just me as a writer, writing poems, stuff like that, and even journaling, writing, and you get to ask a lot of people, they'll tell you, Writing was a relief. Writing what they truly felt took a load off their... It took a load off, not just their back, but they was not as heavy. Their heart wasn't heavy. Their soul wasn't heavy. Like, it's all like... You know how, like, um, when somebody has a chain and a rock and they're in water and they really can't move unless they take that chain off of them. That's how it feels when you don't forgive. It's like you have that chain and that rock attached to you and you can't go nowhere until you break free from that chain and that rock to where you get up out that water. So to think this way, think of unforgiveness and bitter, think of unforgiveness, bitterness as that chain and rock and even that water. And then when you finally let go, you can breathe again. Think of breathing as forgiveness. Clues? Um, the part consider positive that have resulted from your pain. Did you learn that you have great strength in order to survive what you went through? Did the hurt strengthen your, your resolve to never let others' mistreatment of you defile, define your worth? Have you developed compassion for other suffering people? Can you anticipate with pleasure a brighter future, perhaps applying your emerging strengths now i'm gonna say this this part i like because a lot of stuff i've been through as a child and even as adult even 2030s and now in the 40s i'm amazed by how i came out of stuff i'm amazed by how what some people don't really come out of i came out of you listen to somebody who came out of the sexual abuse, who was sexually abused by a couple of men within and outside the family, who was sexually, who was, un, let's say this, tongue by a teenage girl without my consent, bullied by boys and girls, and then being hurt, then being abandoned, then being rejected over and over again. Then doing disappointment, then doing infidelity, then deal with being verbally abused, emotionally abused, then deal with being cheated on, then deal with being belittled, then deal with being lied to and betrayed. 
And to still come out on the side to say, you know what, I forgive you. I want to be a blessing to you. And even to a point, you don't even want people to be treated the way you were mistreated. Because you know how that feels. I'll give you one example. I like yelling at um, kids, even at adults. And the reason being because the yelling, some yells was very uncomfortable. Some yells was all like to a point, okay, something's about to go down. There's about to be some violation. There's about to be a tag. There's about to be abuse and a, like a physical harming or a verbal harm. And I do my best not to do that of yelling because I know how that feels. It's one thing to raise your voice to a point of sternness, but another thing we do it to a point where all make me, when a person may also, may also feel, say, intimidated or scared. And that's the last thing I want to do is make somebody feel scared. But at the same time, when you got to yell out of defense, when somebody's trying to do something, yell all you want to. But we talk about compassion for other, suf- other suffering people. Oh, yes. Um, when I hear stories about people being abused, violated, um, there's a time I didn't want to feel, I wanted to numb up, but it's, it's, it's like, no. Because if I'm trying to numb up, that's like saying, I'm, it's almost saying they would deal with my pain, my emotions, and my feelings from what I experienced. And so when I hear stories of people that's been hurt or have less than, you know, it's like there's a compassion because it's like, yo, I've been, I like, it's some stuff I have not, I don't like being in their shoes, but it's something like, well, I've been there. And then it's like, wow, you know, it's just, it's all like, it's all like, you can feel the pain of what they've been through. And sometimes you wonder, how can you help them? And then also about, can you anticipate the pleasure of a brighter future? Back then, I couldn't tell you this, I couldn't answer that question, but the answer is yes now. There are times I wasn't sure because of what I've been through. But it's got to be more in store for me. it got to be better. It must be better in store for me because I'm not made on this earth. And to the listeners, you're not made on, you're not made to just go through suffering. You're not made to be trash. You're not made just to be a person of affliction. You're more than that. And when somebody has tried to intentionally afflict pain on you, whether emotionally, verbally, mentally, financially, that's a lot about that person's character, but it's not say a lot about you. And sometimes when a person has been abused so much, it takes a hot minute to realize one, not deserving of abuse, but also to say that, hey, there are people out there that won't abuse you. For me, it took a hot minute at the time, still is taking a hot minute. To let people love me the right way. Let people bless me, encourage me, marriage me the right way because of some abuse, some hurt, some betrayal, some some rejection, some wounds. And one thing I know for sure, all things I've been through, whether it was voluntary or involuntarily or self-afflicted, I know it ain't for nothing. And so I know my future is brighter and I encourage you listeners your future is beautiful is brighter and just like Jeremiah 29 11 says his thought towards your peace and not even to give you an expected end so I decree and clear 
that you will have an expected end in the name of Jesus. Another thing, um, other thing that um, was put out was release unworkable beliefs. Some of them included what the offender did is unforgivable. I must have justice. What are the offenders left? I can't be happy. Now, um, I like these examples. So I first heard the word unworkable beliefs. Unworkable beliefs. I'm like, what's unworkable beliefs? But then when I read them, I'm really have to be honest. I say this. Um, there are times that you know I did not verbally say it. There are times I thought about it. Um, some stuff ain't gonna lie. Some stuff I experienced was unforgivable. But what they about Jesus, and especially our family father, who knew what we were gonna do and still forgave. Whew. Some of us will never give certain uh, people commit certain crimes. But Jesus, Heavenly Father, um, the deacon think of was Stephen, um, Joseph, David. They were in some unique situations where they were betrayed they were lied on they were persecuted and at any moment when they had an upper hand when they had an opportunity even temptation to get even they was like no I'll forgive you so say what a friend did is unforgivable that's a lie because if Jesus forgave all and we're going to pay for every sin we were going to do before we even came on earth and if I still forgive us because we already knew we are going to do it still love say still forgive say hey come home we have no excuse must have justice I'll be honest with you um, those that sexually abused me they were never charged never charged but I found out later on that one of them did get charged for doing the same thing and was registered as a sex offender um, did I wish all of them were charged? Yes, I would have. It would have been cool all of them in jail. Yes, it would have been cool as ever. But it's okay, though. It's okay. Because myself had done some things. And there's some stuff that I've done that if y'all even heard of stuff I've done, you'd be like, whoa, you did all that. I'm like, yeah, I did all that. But those that hurt it, those that offended, and some people I offended and never knew. Some people I hurt and they told me. So to say what offenders are forgive is a lie. Sometimes it may take a hot minute to forgive, but I'll tell you this real forgiveness is worth it. And what I mean real forgiveness that even if they don't admit it, you still forgive. Even to a point you can say, hey, I don't like what they did, but I still forgive them. And you mean from their heart, you know you forgave that person or forgave a group of people. Without the fitness love, I can't be happy. That's a straight life from hell. Because let me tell you something. Um, one thing I said concerning a lot of exes, and I mean lots of them, and certain um, members of a family... There's someone to love. And I ain't gonna lie to you. It's a 
grievous feeling sometimes when you want when you're giving love, you're not getting that love back. Especially in a relationship and you really are gifting. I mean you're giving, you're pouring, you're sowing into a relationship and it's like you're not getting you're not getting those desire the things you desire back, that comfort, that support, that encouragement, the respect reciprocated back to you. Sometimes it's very grievous and sometimes we gotta admit, hey, you know what, I need to get out of this. Either that person don't give what you need and it's gotta be the right thing. Like you know what? I'm not getting what I'm getting, so I'm going so I'm going to exit. And I'm gonna tell you this there are times where I got out of Friendships, relationships, even jobs. Where when I left, I felt lighter. I felt better. And even though I did not get the love from the people that I wanted love back from, I think for myself and others, gotta be consistently grateful for those that genuinely, intentionally love us the right way. And I'm gonna say this. If there's anybody that loves more than anything, anybody is Jesus and our Heavenly Father because it takes a real love to love someone, not only when they hurt, but when they've been broken and when, you made, and when mistakes are made sometimes repeatedly and still loves you. Whew. And obviously, you love those who chasing ain't not bitter. Still love, still forgives you, and even the Bible says, "Confess your faults." He'll forgive. Come to me, talk. Hey, I want to commune with you. I know what I know what happened, what you did. Come talk to me. Hey, I still love you. Hey, let's let's talk it out. Tell what happened. And sometimes it's kind of scary because we're like, "Dang, if I tell you how you how are you gonna treat me?" And sometimes. We probably come from a vibrant background where we confess something we've done wrong and sometimes the response was not always beautiful. Uh, one thing, you know, you're grounded for a week, you know, with no video games, no cell phone. And then sometimes there is um, some disciplines where it went too far. But one thing I'm learning, and I'm still, and I'm slowly learning, but I know I'm getting a full grasp of it, is that when I confess my faults and admit, hey, look, this is how I'm feeling. One thing I know about God, He won't break you. He won't say you're wrong saying that way. You're wrong feeling that way. Every time He just want to love you and say, you know, I know what happened. I know what He's going to do, but I still love you. I still forgive you, okay? And another thing, give it time. Forgive is difficult, but worthwhile process. Um, as I mentioned earlier, forgiveness, um, for, depending on the level of the forgiveness you need to do and the amount of forgiveness that's required. The Bible says forgive 70 times 7. And forgiveness, I'll tell you this, and it's still true to this day, it says forgiveness is not just for the person you forgive them, but it's for you. And this is paraphrasing form. And I agree, forgiveness is for the person that God do the forgiving. Because if not, it's like you really get that person who hurt you or took something precious from you, still giving the power. But when you forgive, and I mean you truly forgive, attention to give, 
Each one you pray, God have mercy on them. Father have mercy. Father forgive them. Father bless them. Father, Father forgive them. Don't let Father be, be patient with them. Father let their children, let their, let their loved ones not go through the same things I went through. That's real forgiving. Real forgiving. Real forgiving. And I'll tell you this, you don't have the Holy Ghost, ask and he'll give it to you. He say, look, if I need help, I need a heart to forgive. And the Bible says your his grace is sufficient. And um in Philippians 4:13, you do all things Christ strengthens you, he'll give you the grace, the strength, and the wisdom on how to forgive. And there was something else I saw about um forgiveness, but um I think just with this part of uh, information alone concerning forgiveness is was so so potent. And so um as I close this episode, just wanna let you know and encourage you that um business you know sometimes we may say that person don't deserve forgiveness because what they what they did or what they done we still gotta be the better person to say I forgive them. Even if they never meant they were wrong. Still be the forgiver. Because um, I'm not mistaken, in the book of Matthew chapter five, and I think like like a latter end of chapter five talk about um, be perfect as your father is. And when you can't forgive, and I mean genuinely forgive, that says a lot about you. That says a lot about your care, but even maturity. Because some of us we don't forgive, we have a little fit to pretend like no, I don't wanna forgive. Ding 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 ding. ding. Nah, we got to be the better example. Forgive, even if they don't admit it. And I'll tell you this, I'm not just saying that because, to say it, I'm saying because myself, not only has to do it, but it, not say had to, I don't like saying that. Myself had to walk this out, had to live it out. And I'll tell you this, there are times to be an unction of why I'm here to forgive. Why I'm here to love my enemies. Why I'm here to pray for my enemies. Especially when you can sense them doing that, doing that. What is you can sense them? You can sense the betrayal. You can sense the backstab. You can sense the knife in in the back, and still forgive them. That says a lot about you. So, I want to say thank you again for all those that's been um, following encouragement. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I pray that it be encouragement to you. And if you know anybody that's really need help in the area of forgiving, share this episode with someone. And remember to check this episode out on all your uh, podcasts, uh, resources, whether it's Spotify, Anchor, Google, Apple, Good Pods, uh, Podchaser, um, Amazon, Audible, anywhere where you get your podcast, your podcast, um, your podcast loads your great anywhere you listen to your podcast check out ego encouragement and share with your friends and family and those that you know will incur- will be encouraged by this episode but also by podcast um we'll talk episode is coming up i have realized i've not done one yet for the second season but i got a playlist set up so it will be one coming soon uh, more interviews to come and more excerpts from father giving the heart to come 
on that y'all this is your girl Lexi Lex and remember keep storing like an eagle in your heart and mind and throughout life and remember somebody needs to get the God putting you have a great day